I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. You're listening to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. Y'all, making mom friends or making friends as a mom can be tough. It can be really tough, especially if you've moved to a new place or you've like been in this space of transition. It can just be tough. It's different. When we were in college or high school or when we were kids, it was so easy or it felt so easy to make friends. But in adulthood, it's just different. I'm so excited for today's conversation. We are talking to Emily Siegel. Emily is a friendship mentor and coach. She also has her own podcast and she's a corporate mom of two boys. She is a lover of all things Broadway musicals. And she's also the leader of the Connected Mom Life community, where she really helps moms, busy moms, just like you, just like me, create the circle of friends that they really need to thrive. 
And she firmly believes we weren't made to mom alone. Amen. I believe that too. So she's just on a mission to see that we stop trying to do so. So you're going to be blessed by this episode. We're going to talk about how we can find space for friendship as busy moms, um, the types of connections that we need as women and as moms, and kind of the rules, the new rules of friendship and motherhood. Enjoy. We're so excited to have you with us today. Yeah, I'm so pumped to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on. You're welcome. So we're going to be talking a lot about community and mom friends today. But before we kind of jump into that and why it's so important and some ideas for how we can go about cultivating that community, I would love for you to just share with our audience a little bit about yourself and maybe just a little bit about your professional journey and how you got to be doing this kind of work that you're doing today. Yeah. So I live in Minnesota now. We actually just moved what we call back home, all of our families back here. We had been gone for about 15 years. And so now we're moving back with kids, two boys who are almost nine and five. And we are just kind of figuring out how to start over while coming back home and like having some familiarity, but lots of newness too. And so that's kind of the season in life that we are in. I also work in corporate America. I have a nine to five job. And in addition to that, I have a a side passion for really championing women and pursuing community and friendship. And so I do a lot of that on the side through my own podcast, The Connect Mom Life, and also through my own kind of online community that I lovingly, that we call ourselves mom friends, (laughs) as we are pursuing our in real life villages, kind of our own virtual villages that cheer us on along the way. Wow. So tell me, because I'm just curious, you have a lot going on, obviously. (laughs) Like, what was it that prompted you to start this community? Like, is it that you had children and then something shifted? Or you're like, wait a minute, like, where are all my friends? Or you felt really alone in a moment and you're like, I'm going to create a community. Like what was that catalyst for you? Yeah, it was, you know, honestly, it probably started uh, five years before kids because we initially moved away from our hometown without kids, without a dog. And I was like, no big deal. I've, you know, moved before I've made friends, but I had never made friends in my twenties, like not without school. And I was just shocked at how hard that was to navigate and how awkward it felt at times to be like, hi, I need friends. And I just, I felt like I was lame and like the only person like dealing with this. And so I had a lot of friendship ahas in that first move. And I feel like I finally got it figured out and then we moved again. Hmm. This time we had kids. And so I was glad I had worked through kind of some of the mind junk that comes along with friendship and adulthood in our first move. But this second time I was like, well, now I've got this kid. And I mean, I know how to put myself out there now, but it's just, it's a whole new ball game of, you know, having a four month old along the way and finding the time and space to pursue friendship just looked so different. So that was probably the biggest catalyst was realizing that I wasn't alone Mm. in these feelings I was having. And I was just like, talking to other moms. And as I would have these conversations, they too would say, I know this is like crazy being a mom. I'm like never alone, but I feel so alone. And just this concept. And I'm like, well, maybe if we talked about that more, we would all be more open to just kind of being like vulnerable with each other, which as we all know, accelerates that connection. So that's a really long way of saying 
And that was kind of how I got into this of like, oh, if we talked about this more, maybe this would be easier. Right. Yeah. So true. I love that. And I think too, we often hear, like you mentioned it kind of our village and just the way that the world is now, I guess, like a lot of us don't live in the same places as our immediate family and our parents and that, that village as it was for so many years, right? We're just so disconnected just as far as geography, right? Like we don't, we just don't live around our people, even our close friends. So I think it's, it's feels obvious that we need a community as moms. It feels obvious that we need friends who are like in it with us. But before we kind of jump into the, to the hows, I think I would love to just hear you share on like, why is it so actually so important for women to have other women with shared experiences Mm -hmm. to, to have that friendship with? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the research will tell us that it's literally good for our health. That's really crazy when you read the research on loneliness in general. So this is, you know, moms included, but also other others outside of motherhood are included in this too. But the statistics are really nutty. It's, you, you will find that the impact of smoking multiple packs of cigarettes a day or drinking lots of alcohol a day is the equivalent of the health impacts you would experience with loneliness. Wow. And so it is really staggering from a health perspective how much having a community can impact your your physical health, your emotional health, your overall well-being. So really all of us need to be pursuing it in motherhood and outside of motherhood. But yeah, I think, you know, like anyone, motherhood is a unique season mm-hmm. um, and there's multiple seasons within it. Mm-hmm. And I think anytime we are in something and we don't see others going through what we're going through. It just makes us feel that much more alone, even if we're technically surrounded by people. Yeah. And so by having people that are kind of in the thick of it with us can be so empowering yeah. for just realizing, oh, I'm not crazy. I'm not alone. I truly think it's a sanity saver and <laughs> reminding yeah. you of like, no, you're just, you're just, this is motherhood in some ways. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're not doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. You like, I love that you just, or that you mentioned that motherhood is a season because it is. And I think it's also cool too, that as we cultivate these friendships while we're in the thick of motherhood, there is also going to come a season where we're not in the thick of motherhood. And I think it's also beautiful to kind of be able to look forward and be like, wow, we've been friends for 15 years. And I do have this network of women for when my kids are gone out of the house and I'm not spending, you know, 24 seven being a mom anymore that I still have a, like a quote unquote life once my kids are gone, right? Like my own thing and my own friends and my own interests. Um, so I think that's really cool. I would love, I, I, I have an inkling, but I would love to hear some of like the common objections that you hear from women about why it's so hard to make friends. I'm assuming our schedules is probably one of them. And then I don't know why you're right. It's just like whatever the mindset shift things are where it just does feel very awkward to make friends as a mom. But what are kind of the the, the common resistance points that come up that you hear? And then what do you say to that? Yeah. Well, I feel like the common resistance that I actually don't hear a lot is a big one. And, and it is I'll, kind of like, I'll get to friendship later. Like I'm, I'm good right now. Like I've got so much going on between careers, between kids, between, you know, a partner, like you think in some ways you're good from a community perspective. And so I personally think that's the biggest objection and also biggest lie we are telling ourselves. 
because then you hop on social media and you're like, and you see, at least you think you see all of these other moms, you know, living it up with all of, with their village, having the best time and all the support in the world. And you tell yourself you're fine. You're not fine. And also you're probably, you know, the things we put on social media are just such a highlight reel. Highlight reel. And also we make a lot of assumptions about what we see that are not true. Like I always, one of my favorite social media reels I ever made was I put up a ton of pictures of me on this girl's trip looking like I'm having the best time. And I was like, FYI, like, just so you know, like, I'm only really close with two of these women. I don't even really feel like I fit in with the other six. And so like, when you watch this reel, you're probably not thinking that. Mm -hmm. And like, just kind of that perspective of what we see and what we assume, you know, often are not necessarily real life. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Probably about a lot of things, a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) And, and are drawn to compare ourselves to. Um, so for the moms that are like, yeah, I think I would love to have more mom friends or mom friends. It sounds great. I do. I, I do feel though, like my schedule is really busy or whatever. All the things are already overwhelmed. How do you make space and make this a priority having other moms in your life? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll back up real quick and just say one more objection. Cause the other really big one is that like, all the other moms are set, you know, and like kind of this idea of this is just me. Like <laughs> they probably wouldn't really want to be friends with me. Like there's like a lot of mind junk that comes up. And then on top of it, you have a busy schedule. So it's like, gosh, like there's so many barriers to even wanting to like dip your toe sometimes into the new connection pool because it just is like, well, nobody wants new, nobody needs new friends. It's just mm-hmm. me. And on top of it, like, like it's so much work. It's so much, it feels so overwhelming and like so much work out there. Yeah. 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 Between those two things. So from a space perspective, I think one of like the most helpful things I work with, with moms is figuring out, okay, well, what are you really craving most? Like, are you really craving a group or are you really just craving like you know, a couple friends here or there or someone to talk with at the playground or kind of whatever season you're of motherhood that you're in. Um, and the biggest thing I recommend, I guess, no matter what the answer is, is, okay, where are you already hanging out? Mm. Like, let's look for opportunities to double dip with community. Mm. So like, if you're already picking up and dropping off a kid at daycare, you know, or, Like, what are the things you're already doing? Are you, you know, going for walks in the neighborhood? Like, what are the things that you already have in your schedule that you prioritize that you value? And is there any opportunity for you to do that along with connection? Are you like, is there any opportunity to bring connection into the things that you already have going on? I really like to start there because then you're you're just double dipping. We're all about multitasking as moms, you know, it's just like one more way. (laughs) And it just like the convenience part can be really, really helpful of like, you're not having to go, you know, to a new place or join a club. You're not having to add something to your plate. You're just looking at, okay, what do I have already going on? And what could I, is there someone I could invite on a walk along with me? Like, let's say you have lived in the same city your whole life. You probably do have friends that you want to connect with more. Like, that's a really nice way to just kind of see how you could kind of <laughs> Yeah. Puzzle piece them in without again adding something else. 
And then if you're looking for a new connection, you know, I definitely recommend carving out a little bit of space for that, but being super intentional about where that goes. Because my, my, one of my moms in our mom friends group was telling me, she's like, man, when I started saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this friendship thing out. It felt like this huge, big thing. And she was like, my biggest surprise was that like, oh, like a little bit here and there goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And just giving yourself permission to not be pursuing it everywhere you go at all times saves your energy. You're just like more prepared for when you need to put yourself out there. So yeah, just being really intentional about kind of the space you are carving for it so that you just don't constantly feel like, oh, I need to be making friends all the time. And no, 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 just, you know. (laughs) You're closer than you think. You're closer than you yeah. think, for sure. Yeah. And I guess like anything else, right, too, if it's like, if it's a priority, then we'll just make time for it mm-hmm. and make yeah. it a priority. As you were sharing all of that, I was kind of thinking, too, if you see in your community of women kind of a difference between like not part of maybe the overwhelm, too, is this feeling that you have to have this really deep like soulmate connection with someone in order to have a meaningful mm-hmm. friendship that adds value to your life. And I wonder how important that is. Like we can have friends who are, you know, the the acquaintances maybe, and then what impact they might have on our motherhood journey. And then having those friends that go to a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely like different levels of satisfaction with different levels of friendship. Yeah. And I think we often count out some of the more surface or acquaintancy connections as like, well, I don't really have a good solid network of friends. Mm-hmm. But I actually think they really add to our networks in a really lovely way. But like sometimes naming that way can be really helpful and acknowledging like, okay, you are not my ride or die, you know, but I really appreciate that we can have a lovely chat while the kids are playing. Like this is way better than me having to go down this slide 10 times or, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, that's my preference. Other moms maybe enjoy the slide and that's great. But, you know, sometimes just having someone there for some of what can feel like some really, you know, these monotonous parenting moments that we say we want, because we do, we want them. We want to be there. We want to be seeing it, but we don't always want to be like, you know, in it to win it with our kids. And yeah, just having someone there can be really helpful and valuable. And, you know, at the end of the day, they're not our ride or dies, but they still brought a lot of value to our day. They helped us feel seen. They helped us feel less alone. And there's power in that. And I think it's when we always assume that everyone else has all is only surrounded by ride or dies in their network that we start to feel like, oh, what's wrong with my friendship network? And really, it's probably just as it should be. In the types of connections that you have. And, you know, I help moms do actually an audit of their friendships in these different levels, because sometimes you can start to see like, if you're not feeling satisfied in your friendships, just by even kind of, you know, you know, just kind of penciling in different names in these different, you know, levels of closeness that you're feeling, and then recognizing how close some of them live to you or how often you interact you can start to figure out what you're really craving. Are you craving just more time with the friends you have? Did you, are you really just wanting more friends mm-hmm. or more types of connections? And that can be so valuable for just like, again, with limited time, knowing where to even put your energy for friendship. 
Yeah, I love that idea of an inventory. And it's probably enlightening to one, like, what do I want? Right? Yeah. And then two, like you said, probably realizing that you have a lot more of of what you want or access. Yeah. It's not as intimidating as we think. Yeah. I I just, I wanted to add on to that real quick is like, that's one of my favorite things to do with our community is I kind of like take the pulse of, all right, how are you feeling? And then we do the inventory. And a lot of times afterwards, they're like, oh, I actually would rate myself as feeling better. Mm. Like sometimes just taking stock of what you have in a much more honest way. I don't know. It it can help with those like just kind of like gut feelings. And then it's just better to explore, okay, what is the source of like this unhappiness? Am I just scrolling social media too often, telling myself lies? Mm-hmm. Um, or like, no, I just moved and I really want some friends. <laughs> like, we got to figure this out. So uh, that's great. I love that. Was something, I mean, is that, that's something you have within your community, this inventory, or it's like, how do you, yes. how do you, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a part of it. And it, I mean, I don't, it's not super overly formal or anything. And sometimes I think people get a little like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like write my friend's names down. And like, it's not a ranking system. It's just more of like, Hey, who would you talk, toss in this like acquaintance bucket? Who would you toss in this? Like, oh, they're a friend. And I give parameters to help you kind of know your closeness levels. And I only do three levels. It's nothing like wild and crazy. And then there's just like a few follow-up questions to figure out like how often are you seeing them today or interacting with them and how many of them actually live close by. It's super common for me to meet moms who they're like, no, I actually only have friends in the ride or die category or like the the real closeness, but none of them live here. Yeah. And that's why I don't feel good about friendship. None of I don't live near any friends, you know? And so it's so it's so interesting what ends up popping up depending upon honestly your season in life and where life has put you. Yeah. I love that. That's such a great tool. What I was going to say earlier too, is when you were alluding previously to having moved and those are first time trying Mm -hmm. to make kids without having your own children, which is a great way to make, to make friends. What about it? Do you think, what about making friends as an adult is so awkward or what is it that we get so wrapped up in that makes us feel like it's awkward? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, the biggest thing is that if you ask anyone, like, how do you make friends? And you think back to childhood, everyone's like, I don't know. It just happens. happens. And one of my favorite friendship experts, Justin Nelson, she's like, that's not what happened. What happened was you went to school with someone every day. And you were like, I mean, if we're going to be here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look at to know one another. Yeah. And, you know, she'll really argue it's, it's proximity and consistency. Okay. That creates friendship. And so what I think gets especially awkward in adulthood is sometimes we just are not in the same situations that create that level of consistency and proximity Makes or sense. like the spaces we're in for that are not necessarily the people we want to hang out with. Like we have more opinions about who you know, the types of people that we want to invite into our life. And so I argue that I think we have to kind of like change the rules here on friendship in that, you know, we don't have to see someone every day for six months to then decide that it's okay if I am a little bit vulnerable with them. You know, they, and, and so I really advocate that we speed up 
you know, how quickly we can feel a connection with someone. I argue we can, we can go back actually to the playground days of being four-year-olds and saying, hi, do you want to play with me? You know, there's, I think, ways that we can do that as adults that, but again, that feels awkward because we weren't told that. And we were told that that's, that is awkward. You don't, you don't lead with, Hey, I don't have a friend right now. You want to be friends? (laughs) That just shows that you're like, well, who are you? You don't have a friend. You're just, you're desperate. That's exactly. And that's why it's awkward is we have these weird rules that we've created around friendship that just don't hold in adulthood and it doesn't hold in a more transient culture. Yeah. So what are some better approaches or like, what are some like sentence starters or like, yeah, <laughs> you give people like, how do I make that initial request? Like, do you want to mm-hmm. be my friend? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will be honest. Like I don't usually go to the parks and say, Hey, I don't have a friend, Yeah, um, but I do. I have gotten very comfortable with initiating conversation and I know this, you know, this will be a spectrum for everyone, but yeah, you know, I do, I do like to lean into the question of like, oh, have you lived around here for a while? Like, I sometimes ask people, do you have like a lot of, a lot of friends, a lot of mom friends? It's amazing actually, like how people will respond to that question to even like kind of pull out, you know, a little bit of vulnerability really quickly. I remember meeting one of my neighbors back in Texas at the park the other day or not the other day, but at the park. And she, I don't know, she just, she seemed super confident and was great. And like, she had been living in the neighborhood way longer than I had. And so I was like, okay, so like, what's are, like, do you have a lot of mom friends in the neighborhood or with the school? Like, I'm just really new here. And she's like, oh no, no, I just haven't found my people. Um, and I was like, oh, Okay. I like, I like this. I like, you are like real honest. I I'm here for that, you know? And, and I, you know, she wasn't scared of being seen as like, Oh, I'm, you know, a loser, you know, because I haven't found my people. She's just like, yeah, no, it's been kind of hard. We're from, you know, a different state and culture's a little different here. And it just kind of opened up that conversation and just really accelerated our ability to connect. So that is actually a question I like to lead with. I will say most moms don't answer quite that honestly, but they'll say, oh yeah, I've met like a few moms from this or yeah, you know, my high school girlfriends are here and they're all having kids or I'm the first and I'm I'm the only one with a kid. And I'm like, they don't say they're floundering, but that's usually an indicator (laughs) of like, okay, they're open to mom. Like, just kind of like look for those things because I'll be honest, like, we, again, we only have so many energy. So sometimes I do look for low hanging fruit of like, if you tell me things like, you know, you're the first that of your friends to have kids, like, okay, that's good. So you have friends here, but they don't have kids. So you have a need. Like I do look for those. And, you know, I'm less sometimes apt to lean in really hard to someone who's like, oh, I've lived here my whole life. All my girlfriends are having babies right now. Yeah. I can like barely keep up with my friends that I'm like, okay. I mean, if you like indicate you're really interested in hanging out with me, like I'll play, but I usually will not then pursue that. So, you know, you can, you look for hints yeah, uh, and that can help you know where to like keep investing or where to be like, eh, we'll see, maybe right. something will come, maybe it won't. And, and to not, probably not read too deep into any response or anything. Like you're putting the feelers out there and then mm-hmm. whatever comes back is okay. We're not like, yeah. right. Not letting it be so such a big, uh, something we take so personally, I guess. Personal. Right? Yeah. That's probably the biggest, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. That's like 
I think that has been ultimately the most effective thing I have done is realizing that when something doesn't take off, it's not necessarily me. Yeah. It's the conditions. Yeah. That's a good reminder. I'm curious too, for someone who's moved a couple of times in the last few years with proximity and consistency being so important to friendships, mm-hmm. when we have friendships, people who aren't around or in our own, our mm-hmm. same city that we don't see every day, what are some ways that you've been intentional about c- continuing to cultivate those friendships? Or for those of us who have great friends, but they live in different cities now, or they're in different stages of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of my favorite tools is the Voxer app, which is a voice messaging app, which sounds super lame. Like I hate voicemails. (laughs) Like when someone tells me it's kind of like leaving a voicemail, I'm like, I'm out. (laughs) I don't even listen to my phone voicemails. I just read the transcripts and I hate, I hate that anyone would even call me, you know, that feels real aggressive. So I get that like Voxer is not for everyone, but there is something about Voxer to me that the way that I use it, it truly feels like I'm talking to a friend. It's not very formal. I've tried to get my husband to use it and it hasn't taken off for him. And I know why, because I listen to his messages and I'm like, you're basically <laughs> dictating an email. This is weird. Like you <laughs> just need, you just need to pretend that like you're literally talking to them. They're in front of you. And I mean, I've learned with the free version, they cut you off at 15 minutes. I have hit that multiple times. My friends have hit that multiple times. But I do tell people, I'm like, this is the app for moms because you can listen to your friends Mm. on your own time. If you have like earpods to like toss in, that's even better. I will do this while I'm emptying. I will listen while I'm emptying the dishwasher. It's always a multitasking situation, holding laundry, going for walks, driving in the car, I listen to my friends and I talk back when I have time and it's great. I have really, I have like a few groups on Voxer. So there's a group of four of us from high school that reconnected when we all had kids at the same time. And like we lived thousands of miles apart, Mm. but like it is my most active Voxer channel. We're, We're on there every, every day or so. And yeah, that, that honestly, that has been life giving through motherhood because I literally talk to friends every day and it helps me feel so much less alone. And I will say, I talk to my local friends too on Boxer because even when they're local, they're all still moms. Yeah. This was the biggest lot. I was a stay at home mom for the first 15 months. And like the biggest thing that like I just didn't see coming was I was like, well, I have all this time and all these moms are staying home and they have all this time. So can't we just get together? Oh, no, 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 no. Everyone's kids have a different schedule. Every, like everybody values nap time a little bit differently. Yeah. Like, it just was like such a production to get together, even as a stay at home mom. And yeah, but it, we all had so much time. It was just unpredictable. Yeah. And so Voxer was just like the answer to that unpredictable time of it, you know, talk back on your schedule. And I personally love that it's not video because I can just be walking around doing stuff. So yeah. that is honestly how I stay mostly connected to my thousands of miles away friends. And it's been a game changer. Honestly, we used to rely on phone calls and they would end up happening once a year. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, I legit know what's going on in her daily life. You feel like you're in it with them. It's really yeah. great. 
Yeah, it's so much easier than setting up a Zoom and having to have everyone there at one time. Yes. Like you said, like yeah. you can do it on your time. I love that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, this has been so good. I, I love this. I have a couple of friends from early in college that I've really kept in touch with, but it's not until I had kids of my own that I really started to make female friends as an adult. So I can definitely relate to all of this. I think it's such, such wow. great advice. Yeah. May so, I ask what was, okay, between graduating college and having kids, yeah. like roughly how many years was that? So I graduated college in 2008 and my oldest was born in 2017. So almost years. That's crazy. That's like nine years, right? I'm telling you, especially in like early adulthood, it's like a shock to the system of what if I move away from my college friends? Like now what? Yeah. Yeah. And I did. So you're right. It's like, I was married during that time. So it's like, I wasn't, I had a yeah. friend at least. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so and probably different. maybe a budding career, like totally things yeah. that were getting your energy for sure. Yeah. yeah. But it was definitely easier once I had children to connect with other. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like, the kids are so great because they are natural connectors, but then it is that it's figuring out that time piece that it's like, okay, if I can like figure that part out and some of the mind stuff, like. And it's actually great for me. Oh, like, I was just yes. like, I'm so this feels like a lot of like probably a mindset thing, but it feels like a lot of work, right? To like plan for, for this, sure. one more thing to plan. But I notice like I'll plan for all these different things. But when I leave having a breakfast with my girlfriends or whatever it is, like I actually leave those appointments mm-hmm. actually feeling mm-hmm. energized, feeling like right. life giving. So it's actually yeah. much more of an investment than I allow myself to believe when I'm trying to schedule mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about your community for people who are interested. Where can they find more of you? Yeah. So I am over on the Connect to Mom Life podcast. Every other week, I release episodes on, you know, all things mom life and a lot of times around connection and community as well. And then our virtual community of mom friends meets four times a month. Okay. Um, Usually moms make it like twice a month because again, like the goal isn't to come to everything. We just like to have a lot of different options, but it's just turned into this really lovely community of moms that are just rooting for each other. And we're all so like invested with different things that happen with each other's kids and each other's like you know, we all loosely know about like what kind of friends they're pursuing in their, in their real life villages. And we love getting the updates. So yeah, it's a really fun, fun group. Yeah. And great way to get support as you are essentially trying to build your own in real life village. Because I don't know, I did find this a lot when I've had to rebuild my villages multiple times. It's like, when I would do it without the support of my long distance friends or when I was lacking in connection, it was almost like, I don't know, I just, it was easier to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. It like having community while you're pursuing community is really energizing and really helpful for kind of navigating the ups and downs of finding your people. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Is this a Facebook group or like where do women find yeah. So everything is the connect com and the mom friends community. You can sign up for it there to join us. Then we'll send you the zoom links and all the things. Amazing. I love that. Well, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for your time today and the work that you're doing and also just your intention with making space for moms to connect. 
If you love Mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.